Welcome to Communicate to Lead, the podcast that empowers leaders and aspiring leaders to communicate with clarity and impact. I'm Kelly Belton, CEO and successful entrepreneur and your host for today. I'm here to equip you with all the essential tools and strategies to master effective communication and lead your team to success. As the founder and CEO of The Tailored Approach, my goal is to empower you to be the best leader you can be. So sit back, relax, and join me in today's episode as we dive into the art of communicating like a true leader. Earlier this summer, I had a conversation with a new coaching client about her personal brand. She's getting ready to move into a more visible leadership role, so branding is a big part of our coaching strategy. When I asked her what her brand was, this was her response. I haven't really been intentional with my personal brand in a while. Pre-pandemic, I feel like I was more on top of it, but lately... I'm more focused on getting things done instead of thinking and wondering how I want to be known by others. Her answer resonated so much with a younger version of myself. When I was in my 20s and even early 30s, I didn't really think about myself as being a brand or having a personal brand. I figured as long as I focus on getting things done and achieving excellent results, others would see that I deserved a raise or promotion or that I was the right person to lead a particular project. I know you probably have had the same thing happen to you, or maybe you are one of the lucky ones who is very comfortable talking about your brand, sharing who you are, what you stand for, and what you believe in. If that is you, fantastic. If it is not, then it's important to know that and understand That's not how things work. It's not only about what you're doing and then you get noticed. If you have big dreams and goals for yourself, especially as a female leader, you have to be intentional in how others perceive and think about you. As female leaders, we often find ourselves in environments that are dominated by specific norms and expectations. A strong personal brand will allow you to stand out, be authentic, and set your own narrative. Personal branding will ensure that your voice is heard and that you get to tell your story in the way you want it told. Not how somebody else thinks it should be told. You get to set the stage and you tell your own story. After all, that's far more powerful when we share our own stories instead of having others share stories about us. One of my favorite quotes on personal branding is by Jeff Bezos, who said, your personal brand is what people say about you when you are not in the room. This quote to me is so powerful because it reminds us that personal branding is not something we control. It is what others perceive us to be based on our actions, words, and the way we present ourselves to the world. This means that you have the power to shape your personal brand, but you also need to be aware that it is constantly evolving and you have to be comfortable with that flexibility. To build your strong brand, you need to be authentic, consistent, and transparent. You need to be really clear about your values and what you stand for. 
You also need to be willing to put yourself out there and share your story, which is probably not an easy thing for everyone to do. I know it took me a while to share my story and to get clear on my narrative, what I believed and what I stand for. But when you do these things, you are more likely to connect with others and build relationships that will help you achieve your goals. And after all, isn't that why you're putting in the work, the time, and the energy? I hope so. If you haven't been intentional in building your personal brand, whether it's ever or in a while, it can be hard to start. Knowing where to begin, what to focus on, and how to communicate your message effectively can be difficult. Your personal brand is the sum of your values, vision, and mission, and how you communicate your message to the world. So crafting a strong personal brand can help you stand out and differentiate yourself from competitors, establish yourself as an industry expert, or perhaps even a thought leader, and ultimately attract new opportunities and clients. And I don't know about you, but that's what I want. That's why I'm building this business. So if you want bigger, better things for yourself, your business, your career, personal branding is one of the key elements you need to focus on. And keep in mind, it isn't just about having a fancy logo or a catchy tagline. It's about understanding your audience, crafting a clear and compelling message, and communicated consistently across all channels and touch points. Whether you're meeting someone in person at a networking event, whether you are posting on LinkedIn, whether you are in a job interview, you have to have the same clear, consistent message. So all that said, and after having that conversation with my new client, it's going really well, by the way, I wanted to dedicate today's podcast episode on personal branding and how female leaders can create an authentic personal brand. Because there are a number of reasons why a strong brand is essential. Let's unpack them really quickly. Number one, you want to build trust and credibility. In order to be an effective leader, you have to continue building trust and credibility with your team members, your customers, your stakeholders, the people you report to. And a strong brand can help you do this by demonstrating your expertise, your experiences, and your values. If you want to attract and retain talent, personal branding can be a big asset. Because in today's competitive and noisy job market, businesses and leaders need to be able to attract and retain top talent. A strong personal brand can help you as a leader to do this by making you more visible and appealing to potential employees, mentors, employers. With your personal brand, you get to position yourself as a thought leader. Leaders who can position themselves as thought leaders in their field are far more likely to be successful. A strong personal brand can help you do this by sharing your expertise and insights through things like speaking engagements, 
being on social media, attending conferences and networking opportunities. And of course, building relationships. In order to be successful, you have to build relationships with hopefully a variety of people, including your team members, your customers, your partners, your investors, people you report to. By having a strong personal brand, you can be seen as more approachable and memorable. Of course, the biggest one is to inspire those around you. As a leader, you must be able to inspire others to do their best work and achieve great things. And guess what? If you don't have a strong personal brand, it'll be really tough to inspire others to do their best work. So your brand can help you to demonstrate your passion, your vision, and your commitment to making a difference and making an impact. So in short, a strong personal brand can be one of your biggest assets. Imagine where you could be if you were able to build relationships, attract and retain talent, and inspire others to achieve their biggest business or career goals. Amazing, right? So remember the quote from Jeff Bezos that I shared a few minutes ago? Here's another way to think about personal branding. A personal brand is essentially how you present yourself to the world. It's your values, your voice, and your vision captured into how others perceive you. Think of it as your professional reputation. But it's not something you create overnight. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes effort and consistency to build a strong brand. But it's totally worth it. A strong brand can help you achieve goals both in your personal and your professional life. So it is definitely something worth investing in. Now that we've talked about personal branding, let's talk about what it is not. Because, you know, out there, there are all kinds of conflicting information on what branding looks like. Your personal brand is not your resume. Your resume is just a list of your qualifications and experiences. Your brand is about who you are as a person and what you stand for. Secondly, your brand is not your social media presence. It's not about what you're posting. Well, that's a part of it, but that's not all of it. Your personal brand is also about your offline interactions, your work, and sometimes your hobbies. And then lastly, it does not need to be perfect. No one is perfect. You'll be wasting time if you're trying to craft the perfect brand. Instead, you want to focus on a brand that is authentic and genuine. So here's something else to think about. Personal branding is not a one-size-fits-all approach. It's not about copying what others are doing or following the latest trends. Your personal brand should be unique and reflect your individuality and expertise. Figure out what sets you apart from others and lean into those strengths instead of trying to copy what other people are doing. Too much noise, too much of the sameness is not going to help move you forward in your life, your career, your business. So before you can intentionally build your brand, you need to understand your current brand. That's a lot of brand over there. especially as a female leader who might be navigating unique challenges and stereotypes at work. 
So here are some key elements you should understand about your current personal brand. One, self-awareness. Recognize your strengths, weaknesses, passions, and values. Get really clear on that. Because when you, are, when you have that clarity, that will form the foundation of your personal brand. Ask yourself, what do people currently say about you when you're not in the room? Two, feedback. Ask others for feedback. Ask your peers, ask your direct reports, ask your mentors, the people you report to. This can provide really important insights into how your personal brand is currently perceived. Remember, there might be a gap between how you see yourself and how others see you. And the more information you have, the easier it is to start closing that gap because that will help give you a clear idea of what you need to work on to bring those two images closer together. And then three, consistency. Examine how consistently you present yourself to others, whether it's on social media, whether it's at a conference, whether it's at a networking event, or just simply going about your day-to-day life at work. Do your actions, your speech, online presence, and decision-making align with what you want your personal brand to be? Because if there is no alignment, you can improve that. You can change it. You can decide where you want to be a year from now and then what you need to do to get you there. Number four, review your digital footprint. Your online presence, particularly on professional networks like LinkedIn, is a reflection of your personal brand. What story does it tell about you? Go take a look at what photos do you have up there. What are you posting? Where are you sharing your ideas? Are you interacting with others within your industry? If not, what does that say about you? And what do you want it to say instead? Number five, authenticity versus perception. Analyze if there's a difference between your genuine self and the image you portray. Maybe your genuine self is being a homebody like me, but you portray an image of being outgoing, being out there, and interacting with everyone. Because authenticity is key. If there's too much of a discrepancy between the two, it might just be time to realign. Now, if you analyze that and you realize, you know what, this is where how I want to show up, that's great. But at least do the research do the soul searching, take a look at that and ask yourself whether there's anything you want to change. If there isn't, fantastic. Number six, value proposition. Consider what makes you stand out. What unique value do you bring to your industry, company or community? Because that value, that is what will form the core of your personal brand. And number seven, as a woman, one thing we have to recognize is that sometimes being a woman might influence certain perceptions, both positive and negative. It's essential to be aware of these dynamics, especially if you're in a male-dominated field or culture. If you are in the tech world or something similar where women are far and few between or are the onlys, 
it can be so much harder to navigate your personal brand. So do some research, do some thinking, talk to different people, because the more information you have, the more empowered you will be to craft a personal brand that is not only authentic to you, but that will help you move forward in your business or in your career. Then the last two, number eight, does your current personal brand align with where you want to be in the future? And if it doesn't, what do you need to change? What do you need to improve? And lastly, networking. Number nine, your personal brand is also influenced by the company you keep. What I mean by that is who are you networking with? Who are you having conversations with? Who do you tend to spend your time with? Because these people, these groups or individuals need to align with and uplift your brand. If people are overly negative and you tend to hang out with them, what does that say about your brand? If you want to be seen as a thought leader, do you hang out with thought leaders? Do you have conversations? Do you share? That's what you need to ask yourself. So that's a lot of information, nine different key elements to think about. So maybe to get you started, here are four questions you can really sit down and think about. So grab a pen and paper if you haven't yet, jot them down, think about this, come up with some answers because this will form the basis of your personal brand. The first one is what are your strengths and weaknesses as a leader? What do you do well? Where do you need to improve? And two, what are your values and goals? For example, what do you believe in? What do you want to achieve in three months, six months, a year from now? How do you want to be perceived by others? Do you want to be seen as a strong, confident, and competent leader? Or do you want to be seen as more collaborative and relationship-driven? Entirely up to you. What's important to you, the values you hold, and where you see yourself? And number four, the last question, what challenges do you face as a female leader? Do you feel like you have to work harder than your male counterparts to be taken seriously? Do you feel like you have to be more perfect when you show up at work? How you address, how people think about you? Those, and there you have it, those four questions. So come back to these questions, really, really get clear because they will help set the stage for the improved personal brand that you take forward with you. Because once you have a good understanding of your current personal brand, you are good and set to go to develop a plan for how to improve. And now that you have a clear understanding, let's dive into shaping and amplifying your personal brand. Here are some key strategies you can implement today. And as a bonus, download the corresponding document so you don't have to write all these amazing strategies down. Go to the show notes. There'll be a link. Click on the link. It'll take you to this great document that will help just get the ideas going. Think about what you're all about. And here are the strategies. The first one, probably one of the most important one that we don't tend to think intentionally about is tell your story. We have all been on a journey. Maybe for you, you've gone through challenges that others haven't gone through. Or maybe you didn't go to college 
where it's often seen that that is the expected road you're supposed to take. Or perhaps you experienced a pivotal moment that defined your career. Whatever that is, own your story. It makes you more relatable and real. Plus, people remember stories far more than they remember a list of achievements. You are an achievement. You're a human being. So tell your human story because that is what will help you connect to others. Number two, find your distinctive value blueprint or commonly known as your unique value proposition. Now, I mentioned this a few minutes ago, but to help you get really clear on this, imagine being in a room filled with leaders. What's the one thing that makes you stand out? Lean into it because this unique aspect will be the essence of your brand and will set you apart. And if you have more than one, fantastic, own it. So write a few down. And if you're struggling to find them for yourself, it's probably easier to ask those around you. Ask your friends, your family, ask the people that are closest to you at work because they are with you all the time. And maybe even ask your clients, what do they appreciate most about you? Ask your team, hey, what do you appreciate most about me as a leader? You might have some surprising answers that you can use moving forward. Number three, show up authentically. Pretending to be someone else is exhausting. Be yourself always. Your authenticity will draw people to you. Remember, when we are genuine, it resonates far more with others. And honestly, people can tell when you're not being genuine. So just show up as yourself. And if you struggle to show up as yourself, Dive into that. Ask yourself why. Work with a coach, work with a therapist, because there might be a deeper underlying issue that is stopping or preventing you from showing up authentically. The more authentic you can be, the easier it will be to be consistent, which is number four, the next one, be consistent. Think of it as keeping a promise. Every time you interact with others, every time you post on social media like LinkedIn, every presentation you give should echo the same message about who you are and what you stand for. This doesn't mean you can't evolve, but you just want to make sure that your evolution is consistent, that it still comes up as you authentically. Number five, engage with your audience. Networking isn't just about collecting business cards, although that's a big piece of it. But you want to focus on creating genuine connections, engage, listen, and create meaningful relationships with others. Your network, when you connect deeply with them, will be your personal brand ambassadors. What do I mean by that? They will be the people who become your biggest cheerleaders. They will be the people who refer others to work with you, who will tell others that they are going to love being on your team. So ask yourself, who do you want to connect with? Who are the people you want to build trust with and be seen as a thought leader? Find them and connect with them. If they are on LinkedIn, start sharing your thoughts, expertise, and stories. Start off or join existing conversations. If they are somewhere else, Join them wherever they are. And don't forget, it's not only about being online. People love in-person connections. 
go to a networking event, talk to different people. And if it's daunting, if you are an introvert like me, commit to talking to two to three different people that you never talked to and then call it a day. That's okay too. That is progress. But make sure you are constantly connecting with new people, even if it's it's one new person a week. That'll do it too. Number six, watch your visual representation. I think this is probably one of the biggest things as a woman that rubs me the wrong way because the expectation is that first impressions matter and that goes for everybody. But women are often judged so much harsher than men. But the reason why I want to include this one was just to bring it under your attention. Whether it's your LinkedIn profile picture, your website, if you have a personal website, or even your email signature, make sure that they visually represent your personal brand. And it's not about being in a fancy suit or dress or whatever the case may be. It's about being intentional with how you want to show up. If you want your hair in a particular way, great. All I'm going to ask is, are you being intentional or is it just happening without any thought or intention behind it? That's it. Show up the way you want others to see you. Number seven, give back. Share your knowledge. Mentor other women. Speak at events. Write articles. Or guess what? Start a podcast like this one. By giving back, you cement your position as a leader in your field. And you expand your personal brand's reach. And the more you expand, the more visible you'll become, the more people will know about you. And after all, that is how you start achieving your goals and your dreams. And then here are two more strategies that are oh so close to my heart. Number eight, invest in lifelong learning. I cannot say this enough. The world is changing and to stay relevant, we must be lifelong learners. Whether it's a course, a workshop, or even this podcast, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, constantly expand your horizons. Ask yourself, what can you do right now to invest in your learning today? It doesn't have to be overwhelming. It could be five minutes. It could be 30 minutes while you're taking a walk, what podcasts are you putting in your ears? Maybe you want to sign up for something exciting, free course. Take a look on LinkedIn. There are so many fun things that you can do. Or one of my favorites, Audible. I always grab a self-help book or the latest research of Audible and I listen to those books. And that's how I keep learning, keep nudging, keep growing as a leader and a business owner. And then lastly, number nine, celebrate all your wins, small or big. Don't be shy to openly celebrate your achievements. I know that for me, I tend to cringe when I have to share my achievements or what I did well. So I share them privately with my family and then I have a tough time sharing with everybody. So I often have others saying, hey, did you know that Keely did blah, blah, blah. And then I go red in my face. But I I know as a leader who wants to make an impact in my community, in my industry, I have to be willing to share my wins. Blast them on social media. Put them on your website. Share them with your network. It's not bragging. 
It's reinforcing your personal brand strengths and capabilities. And who doesn't want to know that? People want to know whether they can work with you, what you have achieved. And by sharing your wins, by celebrating your achievements, you give them a glimpse into what you are capable of. So crafting and refining your personal brand is not a one-time gig. If you thought, okay, now I am answered these questions. I know what I want to do. I'm good. I'm done. You, my friend, you're not done. Because crafting and refining your personal brand is an ongoing journey of self-discovery, of growth and expression. You need to maintain your brand and you need to be intentional with how you show up. So here are a few things you can do. Here are three quick ways you can continue maintaining your brand once you have created or shaped or crafted it. One, commit to your brand. Don't just create it once and then leave it. The same way you don't create a resume once and then you're done. Every time you grow, every time you gain a new skill, every time you achieve something, you want to add that to your brand. So take five to 10 minutes each week and show up on your chosen social media platform to post something insightful or to add a helpful comment or go to a networking event. You might decide going to a networking event once a week is too much. Choose, can you go to one a month? Can you go to a lunch and learn with colleagues who are not necessarily on your team? So commit to your brand. That's number one. Number two, learn to say no. If an activity or connection or opportunity is not in alignment with your values, your vision, or even your mission, learn to say no thank you and move on. Because sometimes saying no to someone or to an opportunity opens you up to bigger possibilities down the line. I've learned this lesson the hard way. Not even six months ago, I said yes to something I should have said no to. And then, of course, another one where I felt really empowered, I said no to something that I thought, oh, I might want to do this, but I, I simply did not have the time to give it everything that I've got. And then not a month later, a bigger opportunity came along and I had more time so I could say, yes, I'm in and I could fully commit to that event. So many times in the past, it's just so much easier to say yes to working with someone or running a project. But if it's boring or it's not in your expertise, what are you doing? So learning to say no is such a great way to build your brand. And saying no graciously will endear you to people. They will know that you are true to what you believe in, but you do it in such a kind way. Number three, the last one, focus on human connections. I've mentioned this before, but don't get stuck on social media as your primary focus. Make sure you to connect with people both on and offline because your personal brand is also about physically interacting, connecting with people. So think about who you can reach out to and start reaching out. Connect with one to two people. Go for coffee with somebody who's in your same city. Choose one to two people that you connect with on a weekly, bi-weekly, or even a monthly basis. Don't let yourself be the best kept secret. And there you have it. 
tips and strategies to help you be more intentional with your personal brand as a female leader. Remember, your personal brand is your legacy. It's how the world sees you and remembers you. So make it memorable, make it impactful, and above all, make it you. As I wrap up today's episode, I'd like to leave you with a challenge. If you have found today's strategies helpful, I encourage you to pay it forward and share the episode with someone in your life who could benefit from it. By spreading the word, you'll not only help others grow and succeed, but you'll also be contributing to a positive ripple effect in the world. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for jumping in and diving into personal branding. And I hope you apply some of these strategies. And if you found today's episode helpful, please leave a review. Your feedback will not only help me improve, but will also help other leadership enthusiasts find my podcasts. Until next time, my friends, this is Keely reminding you that great communication is the foundation of inspiring leadership. Keep learning, keep growing, and remember to communicate to lead.